COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you.
be spared These traditions they'll always be ours You can say they're whatever you want But they'll always be ours In reformed places of worship Of a stone and stained glass just was Who's creeping out not so wearily Dreamland Sheila This a land, this spirit, these traditions, they'll always be ours Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Dragon Spirit singing Always Be Ours. Today's show is all about Zen or Buddhist paganism. First, I still haven't fixed the URL on the new blog yet. It is still dreamsounder.worksite.com forward slash goddess vault. In the future, I might be selling some music from the Goddess Assault podcast merchandise. I'll explain more about it in future shows. For all you loyal listeners out there, please share this podcast via YouTube, Twitter, Amino, Facebook, dreamsounder.worksite.com forward slash goddess vault, or wherever you can to everyone you know. I am still looking for new show topics, spare guides, and dream symbols to talk about. If you have a suggestion, you can contact me through the Facebook page, through YouTube, the new blog, and on Twitter. Now for the show topic, Zen or Buddhist Paganism. We pagans do share some rituals and practices with Buddhists. The best example that I can think of at the moment is that of meditation. Yet there are also some people who are drawn to both paths, which is good. After releasing the first racism show a number of years ago, I do remember a post on a Facebook group about the swastika. There was one from a Buddhist pagan explaining that the symbol means eternal cycling. It's obvious that the Buddhist and Hindu versions of the swastika are more positive. Unfortunately, Hitler turned it into something for everyone to hate. I will explain more about Buddhist paganism after hear Rising Sun by Alicia Bonnet. Mm-hmm. 
This one is a tough one for me to research and to talk about. It is more the talking about it than the research that is hard. I know that there are pagans out there that are into Buddhism as well, or aspects of it. Zen paganism can also be called Buddhist paganism, but it's all up to what the practitioner of this path wants it named. It's a mixture of Buddhist and pagan philosophies, beliefs, and spirituality all rolled into one. You might be thinking that Buddhism doesn't have gods. That is a myth because they do have deities. Those practicing it believe that all the gods and goddesses are subjected to the same lifespan as we are, birth, death, and rebirth. The Buddhist belief system is more about the self. They believe that everyone is a Buddha, much like in Wicca, where we are all created in the image of the god or the goddess. To better explain this, I do have a scroll hanging in my kitchen. It has a quote from a book written by the Dalai Lama, which says, Looking within, the very purpose of religion is to control yourself, not to criticize others. Rather, we must criticize ourselves. How much am I doing about my anger, about my attachment, about my hatred, about my pride, my jealousy? These are the things which we might check in daily life. Taking your own body and mind as a laboratory, engage in some thoroughgoing research on your own mental functioning, and examine the possibilities of making some positive changes within yourself. That's the whole quote. Both Buddhists and some pagans also believe in reincarnation. Again, the whole notion of birth, death, and rebirth. Some Zen pagans also consider their path as religion, and some think of it as just a spiritual journey. If you want to get more clarity on this subject, there is a book called Why Buddha Touched the Earth, Zen Paganism for the 21st Century by Tom Swiss. The Amazon link to this is also on the blog and the show notes. There's also a website called pagandharma.org. Maybe I'll try my best to find some more information about Zen Paganism. First, here's I Am the Goddess by Spiral Rhythm. I am the goddess, my feet are rooted. Deep within the earth, my head among the stars, my crown the universe, my arms are open wide to hold eternity. I am the tie that binds, encircling you and me. I am the goddess. My feet are rooted 
Deep within the earth, my head among the stars, my crown the universe, my arms are open wide to hold eternity. I am the tie that binds, encircling you and me. I am the goddess, my feet are rooted deep within the earth. My head among the stars, my crown the universe, my arms are open wide. To hold eternity, I am the tie that binds, encircling you and me. I am the For the spirit guide of the week. For this week's spirit guide, I'm going to Tibet to talk about the Buddhivista Avalakateshvara. He is the Buddhivista of compassion. Avalakateshvara is the embodiment of compassion of all Buddhas. His name translated means the Lord who responds to the cries of the world. Avalakateshvara eliminated all his negative karma. This broke his cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. Plus, he literally achieved nirvana. But Avalokiteshvara refused to leave the earthly plane until everyone is saved or cured. Instead of an offering, you can only call Avalokiteshvara by name or say this mantra. Om Mani Padmi Hum, or if you prefer to speak to him in English, it's Hail to the Jewel of the Lotus. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. You cast your spell, and love is your magic. Two hearts are now as one. With hands held fast, you face your future. Oh, love is your magic. In times of joy, in times of sadness, in times of stress or happiness, remember, love, love, love is your magic. Oh, love is your magic. Love is the circle of life, no beginning and no end. A spiraling web of energy flows. What was, what is, what shall be again? Remember, love, love, love is your magic. Oh, love is your Love is ever burning, eternal flame of constant yearning, desire and passion. 
unrequited, turn and burn to be united. Oh, love is your magic. The circle of love is the circle of life, no beginning and no end. A spiraling web of energy flows, what was, what is, what shall be again. Remember, love, love, love is your magic. Oh, love is your magic. In times of passion, times of boredom, anger, fear, or times of doldrums, remember, love, love, love is your magic. Your spell and love is your magic. Two hearts are now as one with hands held fast to face your future. Oh, love is your magic. You've cast your spell and love is your magic. Oh, love is your magic. You've cast your spell and love is your magic. Oh, love is your magic. That was Love Is Your Magic by Michelle Mays. I was reading one of the links about how to become a Zen or Buddhist pagan. One advice is, once you have finished your pagan training and are still finding your path, you might have to learn all about Buddhism. It might be overwhelming at first, but like all things, it'll get easy. I've also read another article about a Zen pagan that goes to both Buddhist and pagan temples. But that is up to you if you choose to do so, or you can just go to a pagan temple only. You'll soon find out that there are similarities between the two paths when it comes to rituals. However, be careful not to be too attached to ritual. I know in Buddhism they talk a lot about attachments. Another thing that you have to be careful about is attachment to aesthetics. And this is a huge problem with most Facebook pagan groups in general. But your way is not the right way in these belief systems. I guess it's true in Buddhism as well. Otherwise, there are all sorts of Buddhists in the world. There are Buddhists who are also Wiccan, Druid, witches, Christians, etc., etc. Just like there are crystal pagans, Jewishes, atheopagans, eclectic, and more. The good thing about being a Zen pagan is that as long as whatever you are doing isn't against the Four Noble Truths or the Noble Eightfold Path, you'll be fine. Oh, I just remember another thing that the Dalai Lama said in a newspaper article years ago. He was visiting a Buddhist community in my hometown. I can tell you that this guy has a sense of humor. I can't remember this exact quote, but he did mention that most of his followers consider him a god, even though he just had gallbladder surgery two weeks ago. Here's a song that I think that all new pagans should do. This is by Cloud the Pagan Rapper asking the newbies to do your research. To be a witch is to seek knowledge about yourself, about your craft, and about the world. And incorporate those into your daily life. And that's how you make things happen. Yeah. 
let a little cloud Know yourself and know your craft Don't just be happy with where you're at In the craft of the wise, there's a lot to learn You wanna be a better witch, show you better do your research Know yourself and know your craft Don't just be happy with where you're at In the craft of the wise, there's a lot to learn You wanna be a better witch, show you better do your research I'm just saying, yo, I'm not an elitist I'm a realist, motherfucker, I'm a call like I see it Baby wish claiming that you, you know, know the crap If you only read a book, watch some YouTube, dot your hair black Let me tell you, rookie, there's what you the crap And just rocking a pentacle and a pretty little witch hat Please don't run around acting like an expert You want the crap to work for you, you better do your research Sorry, not sorry, but, but you, you heard me right. right If you really wanna live a magical life Just know that there's a lot of practice and study involved To be a seeker of knowledge and get your mystery solved Broad your horizons, find what works for you Because your craft is your own no matter what you do Get your hands on whatever info you can Take it all in, baby, yell and forge your own path Remember, which is the religion? Witchcraft is a practice That's important It's up to you to decide what you feel that the facts is I'm not knocking the traditional practice But the craft has evolved into so many branches It's easy for a young witch to get confused So it's best to find out what works for you Remember that it's your own personal path So I suggest you put in the work to read the fast track Know yourself and know your craft Don't just be happy with where you're at In the craft of the wise there's so much to learn You wanna be a better witch show you better do your research Know yourself and know your craft Don't just be happy with where you're at In the craft of the wise there's so much to learn You wanna be a better witch show you better do your research Incorporate what you learn yo and put in the work If you're living in your daily life you'll see the magic work Connect with the world feel the goddess is grace Remember it's a marathon and not a rat race Alright, let me check my ego a bit I've been pagan 20 years and I don't know That's because it's impossible to know Just what the gods' mysteries have in store for us, bro Dag on that Yeah Yeah It's not just about reading books Or crystals It's about living the life Yeah Let them know, Cloud Know yourself and know your craft Yeah Know yourself and know your craft Do your research Happy hunting everybody You go out there and you find what works for you Yeah Here's a dream symbol to interpret Today's dream symbol is keys Keys in dreams usually mean secrets, opportunities, freedom, access, control, responsibilities, or knowledge. If you see a ring of keys in your dreams, that signifies authority, status, and power. If in your dreams you see a skeleton key, it represents old memories or emotions that you have locked away. If you see a gold key in your dreams, then it means power, influence, and wealth that will give you access to anything you want. If the key in your dreams is rusty, it represents a neglected talent or skill. If you saw broken keys in your dreams, it signifies a loss in status. If you hear the sound of keys rattling in your dreams, it means that you have the right attitude towards life. To dream that you lose your keys represents fears of losing your position or status in life, or losing control of yourself. To dream that you find a key signifies that you have a solution to a problem. And if you dream that you give your keys away, it means that you have given up control of responsibility or some situation. 
That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. myself an interview, honest work for honest pay. I walked to my Toyota, as handsome as you please, and found within to my chagrin, Barry stole my keys. I'd seen them in the kitchen, all around the floor. They kept the nice apartment just behind the pantry door. I thundered and I rumbled, I ranted and I screamed. I swear I heard their laughter when Barry stole my keys. Never try to tell me that fairies don't exist I've seen them in the forest and playing in the mist But if you disrespect them, they'll bring you to your knees I swear I learned my lesson when fairies stole my keys I left them on the table like every other day There's plenty of the shiny things they could take away Why must they mess with my success and threaten my career? When I listen closely, what's that jingle that I hear? I left them cream, cream, cream and butter, and butter and copper too. I left them gold, left them gold and silver, but they never fixed my shoes. No how I begged of them, they just ignored my pleas. No mercy from the little folk, they stole my keys. Never try to tell me that fairies don't exist. I've seen them in the forest, I'm playing in the mist And if you disrespect them, they'll bring you to your knees I swear I learned my lesson when the fairies stole my keys Coffee shops and pubs. I've traveled all around the world and lived a life of ease. Since one time for a little while, the fairies stole my keys. Never try to tell me the fairies don't exist. I've seen them in the forest, I'm playing in the mist. But if you disrespect them, they'll bring you to your knees. I swear I learned my lesson when the fairies stole my keys. I swear I learned my lesson when the fairies stole my keys. Here's another myth. Here's another story from PITT.edu. This one is from the Chikata Tales, and it's called The Timid Hare and the Flight of the Beasts. Once upon a time, when Brahmadatta reigned in Benar, the Bodhisattva, the future Buddha, came to life as a young lion. When fully grown, he lived in a wood. At this time, there was, near the Western Ocean, a grove of palms mixed with bilva trees. A certain hare lived here beneath the palm sapling at the foot of a bilva tree. One day this hare, after feeding, came and lay down beneath the young palm tree. And the thought struck him, if this earth should be destroyed, what would become of me? And at this very moment, a ripe bilva fruit fell on a palm leaf. 
At the sound of it, the hare thought, this solid earth is collapsing, and starting up he fled without so much as looking behind him. Another hare saw him scampering off, as if frightened to death, and asked the cause of his panic flight. Pray don't ask me, he said. The other hare cried, pray sir, what is it, and kept running after him. And then the hare stopped a moment and without looking back said, the earth here is breaking up. And at this, the second hare ran after the other. And so first one and then another hare caught sight of him running and joined in the chase until 100,000 hares all took to flight together. They were seen by a deer, a boar, an elk, a buffalo, a wild ox, a rhinoceros, a tiger, a lion, and an elephant. And when they asked what it meant and were told that the earth was breaking up, they too took flight. So by degrees, this host of animals extended to the length of a full league. When the Bodhisattva saw this headlong flight of the animals and heard the cause of it was that the earth was coming to an end, he thought, the earth is nowhere coming to an end. Surely it might be some sound which was misunderstood by them. And if I don't make a great effort, they will all perish. I will save their lives. So with the speed of a line, he got before them to the foot of a mountain and lion-like roared three times. They were terribly frightened at the lion and stopping in their flight stood all huddled together. The lion went in amongst them and asked why they were running away. The earth is collapsing, they answered. Who saw it collapsing, he said. The elephants know all about it, they replied. He asked the elephants, we don't know, they said. The lions know. But the lion said, we don't know, the tigers know. The tiger said, the rhinoceroses know. The rhinoceroses said, the wild oxen know. The wild oxen, the buffaloes, the buffaloes, the elks, the elks, the boars, the boars, the deer, the deer. We don't know, the hares know. When the hares were questioned, they pointed to one particular hare and said, this one told us. So the Bodhisattva asked, is it true, sir, that the earth is breaking up? Yes, sir, I saw it, said the hare. Where, he asked, were you living when you saw it? Near the ocean, sir, in a grove of palms mixed with the bilvah trees. For as I was laying beneath the shade of a palm sapling at the foot of a bilvah tree, I thought, if this earth should break up, where shall I go? And at that very moment I heard the sound of the breaking up of the earth, and I fled. Thought the lion, a ripe bilver fruit eventually must have fallen on a palm leaf and made a thud. And this hare jumped to the conclusion that the earth was coming to an end, and ran away. I will find out the exact truth about it. So he reassured the herd of animals and said, I will take the hare and go and find out exactly whether the earth is coming to an end or not, in the place pointed out by him. Until I return, do you stay here? Then placing the hare on his back, he sprang forward with the speed of a lion. Putting the hare down on a palm grove, he said, Come, show us the place you meant. I dare not, my lord, said the hare. Come, don't be afraid, said the lion. The hare, not venturing to go near the bilva tree, stood afar off and cried, Yonder, sir, is the place of dreadful sound. And so saying, he repeated first stanza. From the spot where I did dwell, Issued forth a fearful thud, what it was I could not tell, nor what caused it understood. After hearing what the hare said, the lion went to the foot of the bilva tree, and saw the spot where the hare had been lying beneath the shade of the palm tree, and a ripe bilva fruit that fell on the palm leaf. 
and having carefully ascertained that the earth had not broken up, he placed the hare on his back and with the speed of a lion soon came again to the herd of beasts. As he told them the whole story and said, don't be afraid, and having thus reassured the herd of beasts, he let them go. Verily, if it has not been for the Bodhisattva at the time, all the beasts would have rushed into the sea and perished. It was all owing to the Bodhisattva that they escaped death. Alarmed at the sound of fallen fruit, a hare once ran away. The other beasts all followed suit, moved by that hare's dismay. They hastened not to view the scene, but lent a willing ear to idle gossip and were clean, distraught with foolish fear. They who to wisdom's calm delight, a virtuous sights attained, though ill example should invite, such panic fear disdain. Once more, the ice is back from the night to the dawn. 
a whisper in my ears from the cronut cell when she makes me sleepy until I return to forage again. Holly King brings me back to cold solstice. I remember the corn and my young did too, for the golden locks of Andraste in the sky will return us back to the meadows and the rye. Dancing hare, dancing hare, mountain and hillside, take me there. Dancing hare, all the seasons yet there, magic and mystery, the moon gazing hare. Dancing hare, dancing hare, mountain and hillside, take me there. Dancing hare, all the seasons yet there. Magic and mystery, the moon gazing hair. That was Dancing Hair by the band of the same name. Before that, you heard Fairy Stole My Keys by Emerald Rose. That is it for the show. Again, I'm my host, Midnight Star. If you have a suggestion for a song, show topics, be your guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on dreamsounder.worksite.com forward slash goddess vault, through the music from the goddess vault Facebook page, through the Midnight Star YouTube channel through the Immunal Group, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with Initiation by David Wood featuring Lady Bridwin. Blessed be and be safe. Stag Lord's horns, initiator into the mysteries, and witness to the oath I've sworn. All that's given to me, I now give unto you. A year and a day have I been in your charge Like the cauldron of Caridwen, my spirit stirred with care Each drop of potion of my learning in perfect measure No more, no less, but exactly as needed i
songs of spirit. Shine. You will shine. 